0: I am Grant Gustin, and you're listening to the Flash Podcast. Mm
1: Well, hello everybody and welcome back to The Flash Podcast, your podcast for all things related to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Barry Allen slash The Flash. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Andy B, and uh, this is going to be our last episode for the year, unless something major, or big breaks that has to do with The Flash TV show, or the big Berlanti universe, what have you. So, But other, other than that, if nothing like that happens, this is going to be our last episode and with me is one of our longtime members of the flash podcast who hasn't been on i think since the summer and he is he is one of the great editors of cinema blend and and like i said one of our longtime members of the flash podcast family he's mr. He, he is mr adam holmes so adam welcome back to the flash podcast how have you been doing
0: doing pretty well i figure you know i needed to make at least one more appearance before the year is out get all my flash thoughts out there
1: yeah, well, I mean, sure. Um, if you if if we're gonna put it that way, because it's not like I begged you, came to you like your knees. I'm like, please, come on, Yeah, come on. I, br- uh, I brushed that side. Yeah, no, but you know, I I kind of let like it as our tradition now that you know we did this last year when I, <laughs> when I had a horrible cold. Like when I, I, yeah, people don't notice, but like in the middle of the recording, I sneezed really loud and really hard, and we had to take like a five minute break for me to just pull myself together uh I'm pretty sure I gave Adam like a slight heart attack because in my family we sneeze pretty loud and hard so but um it's kind of funny because we're recording this a little bit early because um this is actually going to be coming out right after our uh, season 4 so far episode that we that we that you will listen to the week before because we're actually recording today on Sunday December 10th so we're kind of like, we're doing this a little bit in advance because the holidays are coming up. Adam's gonna get busy. I'm gonna get busy, and so are you, listeners. So you know we're just we're just getting prepared. So again, if there's any big news breaking between now and Wednesday, December twentieth, and it's not mentioned in this podcast, then screw you, Hollywood. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I don't think there's gonna be anything big announced because I think from a PR perspective, I think most publicists and, you know, agents and studios are kind of like wrapping up their things now and getting ready to go on holidays. Um, I mean, I guess there might be something big for, you know, Hawks and Disney or whatever. Um, Disney seems to be indicated more every, every day now that something is happening. And, um, but I don't know, I guess we will see what happens with that, Adam. Um, Will, will the X-Men join the MCU? Probably not. I feel,
0: I feel like that would be, if, if that deal does go through, I feel like that would be the last, you know, like the last big news bang of 2017 and then just leave it there. Like nothing, nothing exactly. even approaching that level before, you know, New Year's Eve.
1: <laughs> exactly. And uh, so, yeah, So as of right now, there are no... For this, as of this, at the time of recording, we have no news to discuss, other than the fact that uh, we want to remind you, as always, that uh, you should be following Chief Forty on Twitter and Instagram, which is an amazing platform that the the, the women of the DC TV universe, the amazing, wonderful, strong, and beautiful, and inspiring women of the DC universe, have formed together to um to support and inspire female empowerment, which you know I think. Right now, more than ever, after this horrendous year, we, we need more than ever. So you can follow on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, uh, yeah, just, you know, you know, sh- join, uh, join the movement, join the support for, for female empowerment. And, um, yeah, so what are we here for today for our last episode of the year? Well, like, like we did last year, we did kind of, uh, an episode based on The Flash in 2017, and it's a 16, and now we're doing one for t- The Flash what Flash has gone through in 2017. Because, you know, it's been an an, an interesting year for Barry Allen and uh, other speedsters. And, um, and like I said, we, because, you know, we, we mostly focus on the television show, and, but we do, you know, we, we do touch upon the movies and the comics and whatnot every once in a while. So, uh, I felt that, you know, because for our last episode, and because Adam and I, Adam we haven't got to do an episode together in quite some time, that we would kind of give our overall thoughts about The Flash in uh, the year of 2017. So Adam, um, how are you enjoying Season 4 so far? Like, um, um you know, it's definitely been a, a lighter season compared to last year, so uh, what are your, how are you enjoying Season 4 so far? Is it, um, is it getting back to The Flash that you kind of came to love? Uh, yeah,
0: these later episodes definitely sort of feel more like the Season 1 Flash that I enjoyed. I have talked about This with you before. I was a little worried for the first couple episodes of season four that the show was getting a bit too light. You know what with Barry's, you know Barry's flash suit acting up. You know the 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 float like the flotation part of his suit coming out, and then you know the next week when you had the woman who was causing bad luck around her everywhere or good luck from her perspective. I was worried it was getting a bit too light, too light, too jokey, kind of too close to. You know the Adam West Batman TV series. Now, I don't mind when the DC TV shows are light, but at the same time, these are still dramas. These I still enjoy the conflict in these shows. But you know, now that we've started to no- get to know the thinker more, and obviously his big, the big twist of his in the mid season finale, I'm definitely enjoying the season a bit more.
1: Yeah, no, I I mean like like, like we you know we, like we talked off air. You know, it's been. You know, it's not, it's definitely, I think a lot of people were n- nervous a little about that, you know, with the, everyone saying, you know, season four is going to be lighter and brighter and more like season one and so on. But I think something that, that is very clear, it's definitely difficult to recapture something that you did, to you know, three or four years ago. I think that it's once you've gone into a certain number of seasons, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's hard to kind of go back to where you used to be. Um, you know, it, it's you can get you you can get back to the roots, to a degree of a show or even like a movie franchise if you want to if you want to go that direction as well. But I, yeah, but luckily I think they done a pretty good job. I, you know, I I will admit it, and I didn't I I I made my 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 case this season, which I didn't, which I feel like I should have done more of in Season 3 of The Flash Podcast, which is, it was generally difficult to actually, you know, go through the, the latter half of Season 3 because it was so dark. I I did a couple binge-watches of Season 3 during the summer. Bless you, Netflix, for that. And um, I really saw more of the issue that Season 3 had, and I kind of just felt, wow, how did I not pick up on that, or how did I not notice that earlier? And, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, even though... It's, you know, we watch these shows every week and then there's, you know, a few hiatus here and there and so on. It's still remarkable how you can pick up on things when you binge watch something, especially, especially when it's 23 episodes. Like, it's one thing, too, when you're dealing with the Netflix Marvel shows who are only, there are only 13 episodes, but then going through 23 episodes of a certain show, it's kind of like, it's still remarkable. Like, how did I not notice that? Or how did I not feel that in that moment? Well, it's also because,
0: you know you know, with the normal schedule and you have a week to sort of digest each episode, but then, you know, you also have to throw in the winter breaks, and then, you know, the Flash may go off, the other DC shows might go off for a couple weeks to a month, so you know, you may not notice like later in the season you may not remember like certain things that may have kind of bugged you earlier in the season or maybe you just didn't notice it at the time, and then, yeah, when you're binge-watching on Netflix or some other streaming service, the Issues become more apparent because you're going one after the other after the other, and um I, yeah, I do agree with you about season three. Look, I still, you know, I still like The Flash; it's one of my favorite shows. But as far as last season goes, not only did it get a little bit too dark, because you know, you can sometimes be too light, you can sometimes be too dark. I just, I, I found the whole Savatort storyline to get convoluted at times, which you know, that's a byproduct of when you start throwing in time remnants. So.
1: I hate time remnants. I can't yeah. stress enough that it's like it's not just because I don't understand the concept of it, but it's just the fact that I feel like it's kind of lazy that we have never really gotten a proper you know explanation to it. I don't even think the show has a, a good idea of what what it is. And even I don't believe the Flash comics has the concept of time remnants. So it's kind of interesting the fact that we got this high advanced idea put on this show. But it's still not really fully realized what it is. And, um, and that's kind of why I've enjoyed season four so much that it's, you know, look, here's the thing. I do hope that Flash goes back to time travel a little bit once in a while at some point. I mean, and I feel we're already seeing that now because there's something going on with that, that, that uh, caterer from the crossover. It's, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's mostly going to be Don Allen and Barry and Iris' future daughter. But I feel like it's easier when you go into the f- future. And when you're telling a time travel story from the future, I feel that's easier as opposed to dealing with the past and how it affects the present and the future. And um, because I think I, I, I kind of feel that the Flash has gone, the, the the Flash TV show has gone to the point of almost being ashamed of doing time travel, and I don't think they should because it is part of that Flash mythology. No, yeah, I agree. You know,
0: it's it's always cool to see when Barry Allen, you know time travels with the past of the future. And like from a certain perspective, I get why they may not want to do time travel as much anymore, not just because of the implications of, you know, Barry changing the past, but, you know, legends of tomorrow is doing their time travel stuff. But I do agree with you. I would like to see Barry go back, go into the future at some point and not just like, you know, five or six years like he did in season three, maybe a couple decades forward. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't obviously I don't want it to like become the main focus of the Flash, but if it happens every now and then, I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it would be impossible for the Flash to become about time travel like as its main plot. Yeah. Um, but I think it's something that they should. I mean, because I think by the time we get to season five or season six, they're gonna have to. There's gonna be an episode that ends with Barry going back into the past to stop the Barry from season one. Like our, I mean, the Barry that we're following now, he's gonna become the Barry Allen that goes back in time and stops Barry from stopping, Reverse Flash.
0: Right. So it's it's like it's like a, it's like a circular timeline sort of thing. It's all leading up to something that we've known about since season one.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I mean, I feel it would be really a, a huge shame if we never get to see that, just because I mean, because I, there was a lot of people that complained about time travel in season three and so on. But I feel like again. The Flash would not be ashamed of doing time travel. And I think, I mean, look, it's been great not having to deal with that this season so far. I mean, not to, to the point of how much Savage took up last season, but like, I feel like this whole thing with Don Allen, if that really is her, but I, I mean, there's no one, I mean, she could be, um, Jenny XS from, uh, the further, further future, but I feel like the way that she interacted with, with Barry in at the church and so I feel like that's definitely like a daughter father um dynamic. So I feel that alone is enough for as a time travel story like I, I I mean I wonder where Dawn is like why why her brother isn't there with her or if he is just like he is there but we haven't seen him yet. Because we we didn't even find out that Jessica Parker Kennedy was in this crossover until the day of because i think it was a reporter at tv guide who teased that like watch out for a person going up to barry who will be played by this actress which i'm kind of like really you're allowed to spoil that like i if i got so- like if we had screenwriters, i'm pretty sure it would be there There would be something on the do not tell part that says please don't f- give this out
0: <laughs> and, and i mean plus uh if when it, if it if it is his daughter, which you know that's the most common guess right now, that also eventually paves the way to introduce Bart Allen. Which I mean, if you're going to do a Flash TV show, you have to bring him in before the series is over.
1: Well, I mean, the fact that Wally isn't really getting—I I mean, not to not to go into this too much—but the fact that Wally isn't get you know getting a lot of focus. I that's the thing that's so interesting about this whole thing is that. Wally being put on the bench, you know, being benched quite a lot this season while they're introducing someone like Don Allen and possibly down the line Bart, it kind of makes me wonder like, is this, be- I mean, this could be I mean, this could be something that was part of maybe a past, I- a previous idea of season 4 of The Flash, because I, f- I mean, I feel like given recent events and announcements, I feel like there's a chance... I'm, guys, this is just me speculating. I'm not... This, this is not me giving out any inside information or whatnot, but I have a feeling that Season 4 of The Flash might go through some sh- sort of changes. Slightly, maybe?
0: It's entirely possible.
1: Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It's... I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see, but it kind of makes me wonder, like, what does it mean? Like, you know, if you're putting Wally on the bench, or who knows, maybe... Maybe he really is going to Legends or whatnot. I, it makes me wonder, like, well, then how... You know, I, you know or, the original statement was the fact that they said that, that it was difficult telling a story about two speedsters at the same time. But yet, you can introduce someone like Don Allen or maybe even Bart down the line and so on. And I, and I agree with you. By the time the show ends, I want to have seen every speedster in the Flash family. I want to see Max Mercury. I want to see... Bart, of course, uh, Xs. Uh, I want to see the Tornado Twins. Maybe even who else have we not seen? Johnny Quick. I mean, we- Johnny Quick is the evil version of. Yeah, that's uh, that's
0: yeah, that's basically Flash on Earth three, the Crime Syndicate world.
1: Ah, uh, Crime Syndicate.
0: Which I mean, you know, for this. For this uh, shared universe, obviously it can't be Earth three because that's where Jake Garrick lives. But you know, we could still get the same sort of uh, idea.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> hey, remember when Jay Garrick was on this show?
0: I, I want him. I always see. I I love John Wes John Wesley Ship on this show, and I just I want him to be back as Jake Garrick soon. I want to see him fight more like Earth 3, Earth three twisted Flash villains, like he fought the Trickster last year. So it's always a blast when he comes back. I will say real quickly, I think one thing that would help potentially with Bart is that unlike with Wally, they don't make... It, whenever he is introduced, don't bring him in as a series regular. I mean, at best, he should be recurring, but he doesn't... It's not like Bart needs to stick around the whole time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I imagine if Bart is ever introduced... I mean, when Bart is introduced, he will be as a recurring guest star... That I wouldn't be surp- I mean, what would be a good story to tell for Bart Allen on CW's f- version of the Flash?
0: God, see, that's tricky because, I, like, I've been I've been reading Flash stories for the last couple of years, but I I haven't read too much of Bart. I would imagine maybe they would try to do something similar to Young Justice, where you know Bart comes from the future and he convinces Barry and you know the rest of Team Flash to help him prevent some. Apocalyptic future that's coming, whether it's later in the 21st century or centuries from now. But that's just a loose idea.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I definitely want him to have the the, the catchphrase, um, you know, "crash the mode." The saying. Oh yeah, that's right. But the thing is, even I mean, we know that we're gonna see Bar Island 2018 on Dark Justice again. That's, oh yeah,
0: that's true. It's coming back.
1: We don't get to talk a lot about Jung Justice on the show. I mean, mostly because we didn't know it was actually going to come back. Um, or maybe we didn't know, but we just couldn't And we anything. still don't
0: even know much about what the next season's going to be about, either.
1: Yeah, the Outsiders title is still not... Like, I'm not. it's not jiving with me at all. Because I keep thinking Outsiders, as in the group Outsiders from the comics. Um, but, um, I mean, we've seen... A, not a concept art, but, we, but we've seen artwork for season... For season three, and like, Bart is in it. Like, he is the new, um, Kid Flash, and his suit looks, like, it looks very updated for sure. Not throwing shade. It just, like, it just wasn't what I was expecting. But, um, but of course, the big issue, you know, the big question when it comes to the Flash in Junk Justice, I think, you know, the, 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 the Flash, the most flashiest question people have about Junk, Junk Justice that is how, how is Wally coming back? Now, there's
0: going to be a, another big time jump for Season 3, right? Is it is another five years or something?
1: Oh, it better be because otherwise it would be weird if they pick up right where they left off in 2013 or whenever the show got canceled.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I have no clue about how he's going to be brought back, but, you know, if he's been spending all that time in this, who knows how much time passes for him while he's in the Speed Force. Maybe it just felt like a few moments for him. Maybe he really has, to him, it has felt like five years by the time he comes back. But, uh... Yeah man, I
1: don't know. I mean, we're getting 26 episodes. That's going to be that's going to be good that we that we're getting that many episodes. Um there's going to yes, I just looked it up. There's going to be another time jump uh of and I quote uh, from the Junk justice uh, Wikipedia page um of unspecified length between seasons because in order to really de- quote unquote delve into a character story, you need to jump a little forward in time sometimes. Greg Wiseman also offered some insight into the overall plot. Since the region season two sort of revealed the meta gene, everyone is getting into the act. First world nations, third world nations, rogue nations, corporations, aliens from outer space. Everyone wants to weaponize the human race, and meta human trafficking is a major thing that our characters are dealing with this season.
0: That's very heavy.
1: That's very heavy. I don't. I, I still don't feel it justifies why they call it outsiders. Um, I kind of prefer, you know, them doing season one, season two, season three, and so on. But uh, no, but I'm ex. I, I'm really excited for Jungle Justice to come back, and you know, especially because I, you know, that's. I f- I feel like since Justice League Unlimited, that is truly the best DC animated show, in our in this current generation.
0: It's because it appeals to all ages. Like, look, I get why shows like Teen Titans Go and Justice League Action are important. You're exposing kids to these superheroes, you know, getting them into Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all those. But like like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, Young Justin had that mix of lighter moments and drama. It never felt like it was talking down to its audience or anything like that. It was appealing to fans of all ages. So yeah, exactly. I'm glad it's able to come back on the DC streaming service. And I'll just say this. Even if we assume that they will bring it back for season four, which we don't know that yet. Maybe for whatever reason, this is just a last straw to give it a proper conclusion. I don't want this season ending on a cliffhanger like season two did, because that was a, that was very frustrating. What
1: dark side ending? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think that Greg Weissman even said that they have they have plans for season four and season five. Again, we don't know much about the streaming service, but I feel this this. Starting off with *Junk Justice and Titan, I feel those two are going to be the flagship shows of that network. Or no, not network, but, like, service. and Because I feel like we're going to see... Like, I feel like a lot of upcoming... Uh, like, future DCV shows that haven't been announced yet. I feel they're going to... They're probably going to go to a streaming service. Uh, like, you know, they're probably... I feel they're going to start, start setting up some things there instead. Because, you know, we haven't seen a single... New DCV show on Fox and Gotham, and I feel like I don't know you about you Adam, but I feel like Gotham could be getting close to its end. Um, yeah, I've never seen
0: Gotham as the type of show to go on ten seasons. I think no, as, no, no, lord, no, Adam, we don't don't jinx it. <laughs> I I think Gotham's what I think Gotham has a season, maybe two at most left.
1: I feel yeah, I feel up to season. I think season five would be a perfect number to wrap it up but i feel i mean like any show that gets to five seasons that's that's a huge accomplishment in many ways
0: yeah you've been around you've been around half a decade that's a that's a good run
1: but um no but going back to um well what's uh no, we can actually circle back to this later on and um, because i go to the movie discussions to uh different island, so we finally got this year justice League and you know yes. It's been very polarizing in terms of opinions and critique about the film, and um, I personally love Justice League. I know it, it has a lot of glaring issues, but I did love Justice League a lot because of the of the ensemble. Um, no, Steppenwolf is not a villain that I necessarily love, and will probably never even like it. And uh, I'm. Probably done with CGI villains for the, for the for the foreseeable future on the big screen because just get the freaking actor down to the set in a motion capture shoot. It's it's not that difficult. And um, but we finally going to see um, Ezra Miller's Barry Allen, aka Flash. Really in action because we got a glimpse of him in Batman vs Superman in 2016, and we got a little quick cameo, ha <laughs> quick in <laughs> Suicide Squad. Ah oh, One last pun for for the year, but um, but here we really got to get to know him. We really got to meet Barry. So we haven't had a chance to talk about it on the fly because we, I think so many of us have been busy, and also we've been focusing on covering the, you know, the last couple of episodes of season four of season four. A, I mean. But Adam, what did you think of Barry Allen in Justice League? Well, first of all,
0: I-, I realize I may be in the minority here. I do sort of like how they adjusted his costume to make it look very different from what's in the comics and TV show. But, you know, you still have the classic features like the red part and the lightning bolt. So I dig the costume. I mean, I got a Funko Pop of that version of Flash. So Me,
1: me too. Well, that was thanks to yeah. Rebecca Johnson, uh, our good friend at Supergirl Radio. One day I just got a random package. And I found this phone call. And I don't even know who it's from. And I'm like, hold on. Typing to Rebecca, did you send this? And she's like, I'm so glad you finally got it. <laughs> right on. <laughs>
0: no, go on. So one thing I, one thing, okay, because you and I had talked about this. Maybe it was right after Ezra Miller's casting was announced. announced maybe it was like a year later. I don't remember exactly. But we had been worried that that the DC movies were going to try too hard to make movie flash extremely similar to grant gustin flash because you know they hired an actor around the same age um visually they look you know they, they look more similar than you know if they'd had cast like a blonde someone with blonde hair to play barry allen or something like that but i i do think it was interesting how for justice league they sort of made barry into more of an anti-social awkward kind of superhero because aside from cyborg he is the youngest superhero on that team. In fact, I think he may even be a little bit older than Cyborg, I'm not sure, but... So I, I do like how they, they made his personality a bit more unique than what's come before. Uh, I think it could potentially get a bit too tiresome if, you know, in the Flashpoint movie, he's acting like that all the time, but hopefully by that point he's matured a little bit. You know, he's been at the superhero game for at least a year, maybe more. But overall, I, I dug what Ezra Miller did. I thought, you know, he brought a certain lightness to the movie at times cuz you know so, so, sometimes with these when these movies can get a bit too dark you need a character to brighten things up a little bit and he was that guy for most of Justice League but um i'm definitely in, i'm I'm interested to see where they take this version of the character in the future of the DCU whether that's whether his next appearance is in Flashpoint or a Justice League sequel who knows
1: yeah i i mean i've said this before Many times on this podcast, off air as well. I mean, Adam has heard has heard me about this for quite some time. You know, I I still I will still forever resent how they did the announcement of him being flag, the the flag of the DCEU. It was the day after the second episode aired. It was actually done right as we finished recording episode two together. Adam was on that episode because I remember distinctly. I hit the pause button and I see Twitter explode with all the announcements. And I go, guys. Who is this Ezra Miller kid? And we all realized, yeah, that's our new Flash. And I agree with Stephen Amell said on. He said in an interview, I think later that that fall, that it was kind of a crappy way of how they did it, kind of what, stealing some of the thunder or lightning, if you will, from the Flash, because he, you know, that was the second episode of the new season. And it was, you know, you know, it got huge ratings. You know, the, I mean, again, four years later, the flash is still the number one rated uh, TV show on the CW. It's the highest rated. I mean, like in ratings, that's the most viewed show on the CW right now. And I've, and again, I and like I said, like Adam said, I was really worried that they that they'd hire an actor to sort of they, they want the Grant Gustin formula of kind of like a young. A young guy who is, you know, he he's very comedic. He's but he's very good at tell, you know, those dramatic beats and so on. But they just didn't want the grand gustan of that format. They just wanted a grand gustan type. And and I, and I'm very, I'm I'm, you know, Grant, if you're listening, I'm very protective of you. I'm very protective of this actor, <laughs> and I'm very protective of this version of the character. So I was concerned that they're just gonna try and do the same. The movies because they see oh look how successful this version is on television, and um, then the trailer started coming out for you know a few years later for Justice League and I, I kind of kept telling myself and other people Barry is not really socially awkward, from what we come to know he's more of a laid back guy, like I never and that's when I realized they Peter Parked him. For this. You know, he's kind of alone or whatever and so and I'm kinda of like, but that's not yeah. that's not Barry. He's not I mean, I'm not saying he has like this big posse after him or whatever. I'm not saying he was the most popular guy in high school. He probably wasn't he wasn't even noticed in high school or whatnot. But like Barry isn't like, he isn't typically known for struggling with making a relationship with other people. But I try to put it for aside thinking, you know, let's just see what Ezra Miller does. And I saw him in Fantastic Beast before I saw him in the DC stuff. And I'm kind of like, wow, he, Ezra is really good. Like, he's a very compelling actor. And that's where I started opening up a little bit, hmm, maybe he will be a great Flash. And I saw him in uh, Studios Squad. I kind of, you know, I remember like genuinely laughing. Uh, uh, you know, not at him, with him, because I felt like you know, that was a fun cameo. And it was fun seeing him going up against Captain Boomerang. Which I I'm I'm almost worried we will never get to see it on the TV show, but I shall digress. But I have to say that Ezra Miller is one of the major highlights of Justice League. He is. I I will agree that I hope that as he gets, as Barry grows and matures and evolves, that they kind of tone down a little bit of that. You know, like I don't want him to t- lose all of that, but I think it should be toned down a little bit. Mm -hmm, and when i say and i want to say tone down i don't it doesn't come with a negative charge um base it's more of a constructive criticism like i just want barry to kind of because this barry seems to be like 23 years old or something like 23 24 he's close to our age i think
0: yeah he's from what i understood at the end of the movie and you know spoilers but uh you know, at, well, at the star justice, like I believe he's still in college. I don't know if he's getting his of science or I think maybe it's his master's degree, one of those things. And then you know, at the end of the movie, that's when he gets the job at the Central State Police Department. But yeah, no, he's he's just starting his career.
1: Yeah, so I kind of you know, it will it we need to see where he goes from here. I I really feel that he had great chemistry with everyone. I um, the one thing I felt was unnecessary was that scene where he lands. You know, in on one, in Wonder Woman's cleavage. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, okay. but and I feel like. I mean, I feel like. I mean, not because of. Yeah, I feel like it was unnecessary. And um, but other than that, I feel, his Ezra, his Ezra, his Barry. <laughs> oh God, his Barry was so much fun. And I think he's gonna be more than just a Spider Man of the DCEU. I feel like he's gonna become like he's gonna be the Flash. Like he's not gonna be like. A ver a version of some other character just because they're they're similar in character base, and um, I wish we the one thing I was looking forward to was seeing Iris, and um, I wanted to see what Iris and him were like in the it is in this, in this uh, cinematic universe.
0: But well, from what I understand, you know there was a scene cut from the movie where he uh, rescued her. That would you know. If oh you, yeah, I, I, remember...
1: I there was there was some. I feel I, I feel there's been like deleted scenes. I mean, those are deleted scenes that've been coming out, right? Uh,
0: yeah. So there. Yeah. So if if you all remember that, I think it was it, it was either in the I believe it was the San Diego Comic Con trailer from this past summer, where there was a scene where Barry is moving at super speed and he puts his finger out and he shatters the window in front of him. That was part of a scene where I believe he was rescuing Iris. Now, what I'm unclear about is if because you know we didn't get to see it, but I I'm unclear as if they. They already knew each other, or they, this was him meeting her. But yeah, no, that that was going to be in there. Who knows if it'll, if it'll be included as a deleted scene on the Justice League Home
1: Media release? But uh. oh lord, Justice League Home Media release—that's been the one of the big focus of the DCU world for the past couple of weeks. And I, Yay, it would be great if we get an extended or alternate cut. But I thought we will. And the one thing I'm just more concerned about is I I don't want... If if the rumor is true that they're recasting Iris, I'll be pissed. And I'll be more pissed if they don't continue to have an African-American actress playing Iris. I mean, I I, I don't know why they would want to get rid of Kirstie Clements. I mean, again, we haven't seen her. We don't know what her performance was like in the movie, but at the same time, I feel like... Why are you cutting her? Uh, but again, the DCU right and let's just, let's just agree. Let's just face it. Despite how, you know, the great, some of the great moments, the great aspect of Justice League and so on, the DCU is kind of in a rocky place right now. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and we're saying this as people who love the DC movies because, and, you know, we're, but we're just accepting the fact that this is the situation. This is the reality. And, you know, there was an announcement at the time of recording this week. That they're getting a new person to lead DC films with Jeff, with Jeff Johns still advising on the side. But I hope it's more than just that because I feel Jeff like Johns is what the DCU actually needs. And even though I don't want the man to stretch himself thin because he's doing so many things right now. Like, that's why we haven't seen him write any episode of The Flash since season one or two because he's been so busy with all these other things as CCO of the CCO D- of DC comics and DC entertainment and, um,
0: Writing Doomsday Clock.
1: Writing Doomsday Clock. Yes, which I I still yeah. need, I still need to read issue one. Was issue one good?
0: Uh, it was good. It, it uh, there wasn't as there wasn't really a DC presence in it. It was more of like, hey, here's what happened seven years after what the Watchmen graphic novel ended. But it, no, it was very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I'm. I will have to read it during Christmas, but um. But yeah, no. But, but Barry was—he was a lot of fun in this film, and I feel that uh, I definitely want to see where they go for with him. And you know, I guess we can talk about this because, like, so there there, there was some clear up this weekend at um, at the time of recording. There was um, a convention. There's a, there's a Comic Con experience right now going on in Brazil, and there was some clarifications on what's going on with. With the the slate of the DCU, um, which, you know what's so funny, Adam, is that we keep calling the DCU even though we now now we know that officially it's not called DCU. But I kind of feel like they should just stick to the DCU.
0: It rolls off the tongue. I mean, just just keep it.
1: Yeah, like I don't. You know what? I'm just gonna say this. I don't want it to be called the DC Cinematic Universe. If like if they eventually come out with an official name and they're just like, yeah, this is our we're gonna call it the DC Cinematic Universe. I'm like, I, no. Because then we have we to... Like,
0: the, we like the extended part
1: even if we, we still have no idea what that even means. Yes. Like, what what was the extended part about? I, I never understood, like, extended as in, like, Arrowverse is part of that somehow, or, like, it's like... Because they, they're clearly going with the whole multiverse idea. So, <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. But they, there was an update, and the movies that are currently still slated for... And um, the, you know, the, you know, the DCEU moving forward is there's, just, you know, a Wonder Woman sequel, which hell yes, because Wonder Woman for the win. Aquaman, which is coming out next December, uh, which, I mean, I want it now, but I know we can't. And then Flashpoint was still part of that. Studio Squad 2, Shazam, Green Lantern Core, The Batman, and then just Sleep Dark. But Flashpoint has been in a lot of people's, uh, eyeballs lately because um I, I i wonder if it's because of ben affleck if that's the reason people are so focusing on what's going on with flashpoint or if it's just because oh flashpoint is just getting focused in general
0: well the thing about it is because you know the flat the flash a flash movie just in general for this specific iteration of a dc franchise that was announced back in late 2014 along with you know the other initial movies you know Batman, v Superman, Suicide Squad, Green Lantern, Korn, all that. But it was only this. Only, it was only at San Diego Comic Con this past summer that they announced, okay, no, we're not going to be doing a regular Flash movie because you know, I think last year there were rumors coming out of, you know, Barry Allen's going to fight the Rogues and this is the first in several movies. But yeah, no, at San Diego Comic Con they announced it's called Flashpoint, which means we're getting an, another adaptation of that 2011 storyline. And yeah, like you just mentioned earlier this week, there was a report that. Ben Affleck will play Batman again, but it'll probably just be in Flashpoint, not his solo movie. This could potentially be his last appearance as Batman. Um,
1: obviously, <laughs> obviously, without... I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I don't want him to
0: leave. Obviously, you know, there is a Justice League 2 supposedly in the works, although with the way the first movie is performed, who knows, we'll still get that. But basically, Flashpoint is going to be, will be the next big ensemble DC movie, because you know, reports have come in, Jeff John said there's going to be Batman elements in it, uh, it looks like Gal Gadot's gonna reprise Wonder Woman in the movie, so, and then of course as those of you who are familiar with Flashpoint know, the ending of it has big ramifications for the main DC timeline, so it is definitely going to be an important movie.
1: Oh yeah, I feel Flashpoint, like, they did some big, like, had like one big thing in the, um... Yeah, you know, just just one. Yeah, I. You know what's so funny is that when I look at people talking about Flashpoint on Twitter and so on, is that people are like more like they're more excited about Flashpoint because because of how the show dealt with Flashpoint. And I kind of feel like that should not be the reason why people should be so excited for Flashpoint because, again, I think we know why they had to do Flashpoint the way they did it in the TV show because otherwise, like when they do Crisis of Infinite Earths at some point, it's otherwise gonna to feel too similar. You know what I mean?
0: I do, although I'm still a little bit bitter about how that whole TV adaptation worked out. But you know, I mean, the past is the past.
1: I feel like we've seen worse things in this in the Arrowverse than how Flashpoint was adapted. I mean, I mean, should I go into my rant about Crisis on (laughs) Earth X again?
0: I don't think so.
1: The twenty, the 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 twenty longest minutes of my life on air, where I just, boom. I still have people like tweeting me, kind of like you know, like every once in a while, like me, like I, we love that, do more of that. I'm like no, because I get death threats and other sorts of hate. But yeah, so so for me, like I, I do like here, I'm, I become more mixed about Flashpoint as a movie. I feel that that's not the best. Okay, like Flashpoint is a great storyline, and I feel it should definitely have its moment on the big screen. Like the cinema should definitely get to see Flashpoint, with what a, what a, what, a, what a film project could do with that storyline. However, as the first movie in a Flash franchise, yeah, that actually that bothers me too. Because I feel like okay. Let's let's pretend that we haven't read the comics. We have never seen the TV show. We don't know anything about the Flash. We've only seen Flash through Ezra Miller. Uh-huh. We know a little bit about the Speed Force. We know that he can run really fast. That's it. You want to do a movie where he alters reality? That is, hmm. And I
0: see, but that's the th- that's the thing, though. I think because of because the DC extended universe hasn't been as popular or successful as Warner Brothers would have hoped. I just, I wonder if they see this as a way to course correct, just like DC comics felt, you know, earlier this decade and, you know, flashpoint is their way to do that. They keep what works, they toss out what, what doesn't. And, um, but even so, yeah, like why can't we at least get one smaller flash movie first, whether he's fighting the rogues or, Heck, I would rather get a more conventional introduction to Eobard Thawne in the
1: first Flash movie, and then... Define conventional have in this context.
0: Yeah. Well, just like, you know, Barry meets him for the first time and they fight, but there's no drastic changes to the timeline. It's just Barry figures out that he's the one that murdered his mother.
1: Right, and I, I, I'm I done with that. I, I think that... Here's my problem with them doing Five-One, is that I feel that, okay... If this okay, let's pretend we're we're flies on the wall inside the Warner executives' rooms, which sounds like it's like a nightmare. There, but let's just go with it. What is it exactly that DCU needs to reboot? Is it certain events of continuity? Like, do we like do they want to undo the death of Superman? Do they want to do, undo whatever happened in Justice League? Do they want to bring back a dead character that was important, even if we haven't really lost anyone big? Like, I don't know, like, what is it that they think Flashpoint will... Okay, here's what I think they really need to do. I think DC Rebirth is an inspiration of what they can do. Not rebooting, but, like, just... What's the term I'm looking for? Not rebooting, not relaunching, but... Returning, I guess. Returning to what these characters are all about. But you don't have to, like, you don't have to erase anything or retcon anything. But I don't think that's what the, the I don't think that's been the issue of these films. I feel that the issue of these films has been the fact that there's too many cooks in the kitchen. And you know, regardless of how you may feel
0: about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you have to agree They they have a leader helping guide.
1: That thing, the, the DCU the DCEU definitely needs that. I agree. Yeah, they
0: like I don't want them. I obviously I don't want. The DC extended universe to exactly copy what Marvel's doing, but they—I'm sorry—they do need someone in a Kevin Feige like position.
1: Yeah, and I and I and and I think I feel that Jeff should get to be should be. I think Jeff and another kind of like a like a like um
0: someone in films because Jeff doesn't have a whole lot of experience with movies.
1: Yeah, and that's not a sli- that's not a slight of Jeff Johns. We love Jeff no. Johns, but it's like he is yeah, he he's an artist in terms of creating and writing mostly comics but he has you know an experience of writing television and he's written i think a few movie scripts and so on but again but jeff johns is not necessarily a a filmmaker and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but i feel that in in some cases and like the the same with kevin fighi kevin Feige is not a screenwriter he's not a director he's an executive producer and he's and also a, a president of a studio Mm-hmm. So it's like, and the thing is like, I, I feel that like having a, like, I feel Jeff should get to be that along with someone like, not like John, like, not like John Berg. I think it's something that needs to be a little bit better than John Berg, but like someone that is, that has the the, the presence of a, a studio head or something, a studio person that can, you know, that, 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 that understands that, okay, I'm not the filmmaker. I am, I need to trust my filmmakers so that they know what they're doing. And we have, you know, we have some amazing talent. I feel like Zack Snyder is so underrated, and I feel David Ayer is also underrated. And those are the films that have been mostly affected by the executives. And that's why I kind of feel like Warner us, What is it that you think the Flashpoint is going to accomplish for you? Like, what are you going to reboot exactly? Are you going to reboot that Batman is a lot younger now in this continuity? Because that seems to be the direction a lot of people think are going is. Ben Affleck will be Batman for the last time in this movie and then we will see a new Batman whoever is going to start in Matt Reeves' Batman trilogy or the Batman uh-huh. trilogy. Is it going to be called the Batman then subtitle for each sequel? I don't know. But I... See, again, I'm conflicted. I don't want... And this thing, I'm quickly, no pun intended, I'm quickly becoming very productive of Ezra Barry, and I don't want him to be a used as a tool for these Warner Brothers executives. He's a character. He's a superhero, just like the other ones. He should not be some plot device. And we even talked about this uh, when Andrew and I discussed whether or not it's too soon to do a Flash movie after Comic Con. By just, I don't know, like what is it that Warner Brothers think they can accomplish by using the Flash as a way to reboot? Like, what is it they needs, What is it that Flash needs to reboot exactly for the DCU?
0: You know I don't know rewrite certain events, undergo even more of a tonal shift, use that as an excuse for why new actors are playing certain characters I mean, who knows,
1: yeah, and it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that and i I mean I feel like we're definitely gonna see i mean when one five one is. It seems like Flashpoint is going to start shooting next year. I feel, I mean, there was uh, recently at, like I said, at the time of this recording, there's a comic, comic convention going on. Um, I think it's Ace Comic Con or something. But apparently, uh, a fan had asked Ezra when they're get when we're getting Flashpoint, and he had apparently said we're starring pretty soon. Can't wait. So that means there must be a director who's in who's in, who. Like they've they lined up a director for the film. They must have like, times the charm. Well, you, well, take.
0: Hmm. See. No, it, it, that way. If they do find
1: someone, <laughs> that would be the third I'm, person. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to throw a BS excuse by saying, well, this movie, the Flash movie, isn't the same Flash movie that was in works by the two other directors. Yeah, yeah. Else, well. but. Basically, like we we're going to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne, which I'm really excited about. And, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I like isn't that the reason he was hired to begin with? Like, why would you get such a big actor to play Thomas Wayne for just one scene and then never bring him back?
0: That is true. And I mean, hopefully, that also means we get to see Martha as the Joker. That. Oh. I'm I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember who. Yeah, so Lauren. Yeah, so they also they casted Lauren Cohn from The Walking Dead as Martha Wayne. So and she's a somewhat big name. You would think that they might bring her back too, but because um,
1: you look at Gotham, like in their pilot, they they casted nobodies for you know. You know, I mean, not not to be offensive, but like, they casted you know unknown actors. They weren't rec- they weren't recognizable names. Exactly, and then they were shot after five seconds of being on 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 the screen, and we've never seen them since then. Yeah, and uh, no, but I'm excited to see what Ezra Miller's Flash is going to do in the future of these of these films because even though this, there's some restructuring going on right now, and hopefully for the better, we're still going to get DC movies, and we're like Ezra Miller is not going to go anywhere because I think like a lot of reporters were saying it, but I think also that's something that became very obvious to us critics and reporters is that Ezra Miller is clicking with fans. Like, yeah, he,
0: he he was one of the highlights from that movie. That yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's you know, and that, I feel like if anything, if there's any similarity between him and Grant, and between him and Grant, it's that they both clicked with audiences in, in terms of these universes. People are more drawn. I think most viewers of the Arrowverse are more drawn to Barry because I think he represents a little bit of everything, and I think that's the same thing with Ezra's Barry too. And um, I might I might be a little bit biased because I love the Flash, but it's like, but I th- but I think that's kind of they're good connecting tissues between audiences and these films.
0: Yeah. I, I, I I look at, you know, how Barry's full introduction was handled in justice, League to the justice league movie itself. It had potential. Now let's see it take it to the, now let's see that taken to the next level.
1: Who do you want to direct flashpoint or whatever flash movie we will get?
0: Oh man. Um, that is a good question. Well, here's the thing. and, and I'm, I'm obviously not being original here. This was reported a little while back, but at, I don't know if he is still in the running, but there was talks about how uh, Robert Zemeckis, I believe, was in line to direct it. And, I mean, this is the guy who gave us Back to the Future, one of the best time travel movies of all time. So if he wants to jump into the director's chair... To helm one of the greatest DC time travel stories ever, then by all means put him in charge because the man the man has previous experience in this area. So I think it would be interesting to see that. It, it may also, it, obviously, it would also be great if we could get you know kind of kind of like what, what we were we thought we were going to get with Rick Famiua, You know, the man helms dope, a really good smaller movie, then he makes the jump to a blockbuster. So you know that didn't work out, but if maybe we can get another rising director, that'd be great. But if they want, if they want to ensure that Flashpoint is the best it can be, then Robert Zemeckis would be a good choice.
1: Does he have anything coming up? Like, is he gonna get? Uh, you know, is he is he doing anything lately?
0: He was directing something. I don't think. I, I think at the. At minimum, they've done shooting that specific movie, and it's coming out either next year or maybe in early 2019. But I don't think he has anything scheduled at the moment that would interfere with him potentially directing Flashpoint. But I, I, I might be wrong. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I. He did he not? He directed the second and third Back in the Future movies, right? Um. Yeah, um, I think he. would Let me see. Yeah, yeah I'm on the. I'm the B, uh, We can beat right a Yeah, now. all yeah. of them. Yeah. So yeah, I I feel that they definitely should. I mean, I I can't really think of any one. I mean, it would be. I, I mean, I'm always of the opinion of that. You know, it would be nice to see. If, you know, like I, I would love to see maybe what a female director would do with the Flash. Mm-hmm. But you know, but if if we can get Robert Zemeckis, I mean, I think that would be. If he can get full creative control of that film, and whoever... Do we know who's writing the Flashpoint script? Is there a script?
0: There. Okay, so what happened was, I believe at the beginning of this year, it was announced that there was the Flash script was undergoing a complete rewrite, and the guy who is rewriting it, I think his name is Joby Harold, and I'm going to look up his credits really quickly.
1: Yeah, look him up. I okay. Can, I can, I can, okay, go on.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So he is listed as the writer on Flashpoint. He's also done, uh, King, the King Arthur, King Arthur Legend of the Sword, which came out earlier this year, and next year's Robin Hood movie. So,
1: wait, isn't that a Robin Hood movie coming out?
0: Yeah, it stars uh, Karen Edgerton from the Kingsman movies, Jamie Fox, uh, Ben Mendelsohn from Rogue One. It's it's a whole thing. Okay.
1: Okay. S- sidebar tangent movie executives no one is wanting a Robin Hood movie if you want to give us a Green Air movie that's fine but Robin Hood ha- is done to death he's he's had his time there's like the same thing like nobody wants another Snow White movie nobody wa- I, I, I don't understand like why Robin Hood pe- like there's like, and there's like an, wait is this a Robin Hood origin story Basically, yes. Oh, delete your accounts, whoever's making that movie. Who's producing that movie? I I have no idea. Okay, well, whoever is making that film, delete your accounts, stay in your lane, be done with Robin Hood, focus your energy on something else. Um, That was really aggressive, but either way. Okay, so there is a script, and if Ezra is going around saying that they're getting close to start filming it, I mean, there must be a director now.
0: If there is, we're not going to know about it until, I guess, next month at the earliest. Because, like you said, holidays are coming up. They're not going to announce who's directing Flash, like, right before Christmas. Who knows? Uh, actually, you know what? I could be totally wrong. Maybe they'll leave that for us as a Christmas gift.
1: <laughs> and then we don't get to talk about it until, like, next year. Um, yeah. No, but I... Um, it's gonna like Gal Gadot is definitely going to come back for that film. Um,
0: Which means we probably... we Eh, yeah, sorry. Which means we'll get Aquaman, too, because... You gotta have the war between those two. I, I assume now how, much how,
1: how much, how much, and how much weight is Henry Cavill gonna have to lose? <laughs> Quite a bit, if they. Oh no! Oh no. No 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 no, no! 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 I knew you were gonna say that. I'm like f no no. No, no. <laughs> I, no more. Wait, look. I I I didn't notice the, the CGI mustache. I really couldn't tell. Oh man, tell. dude, I t- I know it was so obvious when we first saw it. <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this. How many scenes in Just the League do you think that that Henry was in, do you think were done for the reshoots? Because I'm getting to the point and worrying that what if every scene in Just the League that he was in was from the the reshoots? Um, I I don't know. I don't think it was every
0: scene. I would guess half. That would make sense. Because you know, I'm, you know, you're looking at the upper lip part. Sometimes it's obvious, but then, like in during certain portions of what I mean, he's, there's
1: there. I mean, there's a reason why I look at the upper lip parts of uh, that man's face, but I, uh, I'm not I'm not get, gonna go into that. But you you continue. Yeah,
0: but th- what, like for instance, when he's fighting the Justice League at his memorial, there were certain portions where Henry just he looked normal. I didn't. There wasn't anything you know wonky going on with his face, so I would guess probably half of his scenes were
1: reshot. I get it. Why couldn't he shave his mustache? Oh, because, wait, because Mission Impossible, like, there was a conjure with M- Mission Impossible. Yep. Ugh. I feel like every movie that Superman is going to be in, like, as epic as Henry will be, there's always going to be one thing that haunts him. Either it's Marfa, or it's a CGI mustache. Even though us smart people know what the Marfa thing meant. Which is a kind of beautiful thing if you think about it. And the c j mustache, yeah, okay, I can't really defend that. It's it's stupid that he couldn't just shave it off. And I've never, I, I mean, I knew those kind of deals existed, but it's just so bizarre when you actually hear that contra- I'm contractually obligated to keep this mustache. Then why did you just let him grow a full beard when the Superman came back from the dead? Eh, uh,
0: because he was dead and... Okay, let's not even know. question
1: the potholes. Well, Oh. You know, speaking of I mean, Bear, Flash in that movie when he is circling around Superman and he doesn't realize Superman has super speed as well and he just turns around I like. I mean the whole theater was laughing their asses off but I couldn't breathe I was dying of laughter because of that face
0: he's just super pissed off and
1: not pissed so, off yeah. but he was like he was just like, really? And uh, I love, you know what? Here's something that we didn't talk about: Ezra and Henry, Barry, and Clark. That was such like I wish we had had more of that. They were so good together. And that race, oh, but Adam, when that race happened, like if you'd been with me in that theater, oh, like I things would never have been the same again between us because I. I went through like an awakening. That <laughs> happened. Like, I, I, like, something, like, look, I know we've seen Barry and Kara race, but it's like, I mean, we know Barry is definitely faster than Kara. Yes, haters, you can tweet me at Andrew, but, and I won't reply. I it doesn't matter. Barry is the, okay, I will give you this. Barry is the fastest man alive. Kara can be the fastest woman alive. Are we good with that? And I, I'm, I'm
0: good with it. But I, I mean, I maintain that, you know, we don't see how that race turns out, but, like you said, flash is the fastest
1: man alive yeah and you know and barry yeah. i mean and the flash doesn't have a stupid green rock <laughs> the flash doesn't have a stupid green rock you know making him vulnerable or anything like that oh look a cup of tea let me just sit <laughs> for a second <laughs> uh, but that raised i mean adam i felt like again there was an awakening there was been an awakening <laughs> like and it was it. yeah I, I boy did i feel it <laughs> and I do kind of hope that we see more of Henry and Ezra together on the big screen and that makes me you know what also it's like, part of as I love the super friends aspect of Barry and Carr. I do want to see Tyler Heckler and Grand Gustin like their version of their characters meet at some point because we know I mean, that Grant is a huge Superman fan as well so I kind of I want that for him
0: it's totally possible yeah
1: now was there anything else epic in the for Flash in Justice League, I, I still feel his headquarters was really bizarre.
0: I just don't know. And, and, you know, this is the same question we had about when Barry and Iris moved into their apartment on the TV show. I just don't get how he affords a place, not just a place like that, but all those monitors, all those computers running, and... Uh, I mean, it, you know, it makes for a cool base slash headquarters slash living space but uh i don't know
1: no but i mean adam i think we deserve some answers for sure um, for sure but um oh here's one more thing i um, i didn't care about henry allen in that movie at all there was just something with billy crudup is that how you say his last name yeah crudup i i didn't care for his performance i don't know why I don't ha- I don't I don't have an issue with him as an actor but in this role I just don't know why I couldn't I didn't connect to it and I don't think I will either not just because of I mean the hand thing was just too much for me because I'm like no no no
0: See I didn't have a problem with those scenes it's just he wasn't on screen enough for me to like make a decision about okay do I do I like his portrayal or do I not like his portrayal I need to see more of them together in the Flashpoint movie before I can make a final decision.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I just the thing is because you know you and I we know what that this relationship means between these two characters. We know what they this these two have gone through together. But for mm-hmm. me, I kind of for some reason like I connected instantly with John Wesley Ship in the pilot in one scene that he had, and it's not just because he was the Flash from the original Flash TV show or anything like that. I just feel like you could feel that these two have, you know, that they built something together. But I feel this, that this pair up just feels so random.
0: But that's, but see, that's the problem, though, when you introduce something like this. When you introduce, when you introduce the, you know, Barry's relationship with his father in a movie like Justice League, it's an ensemble. There's only so much time. You can spend on exploring the relationship. So I do see where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's it's not really you can't really build a, a build up a fair assessment if that makes sense. There just there wasn't enough there. Yeah.
1: No. But I um. Any do, do you have any final? Thought? I mean, any final thoughts uh, about Justice League? Like, I mean, um, I mean, I guess this will be our. I don't really think we're gonna be doing a review on um on Justice League. I mean, moving forward. I mean, unless we. I'll just get a lot of time together and whatnot. But, like, um, but like do you have any final thoughts on just League?
0: Look, uh, the movie had its issues for a variety of reasons, whether it was story or behind-the-scenes problems. Um, it is probably my least favorite superhero movie of the year. But that being said, I did enjoy quite a bit of it. I mean, I th- I, th- I think that this has been a great year for superhero movies. It may be last on my list, I st- but I still enjoyed... C- certain scenes and elements of justice league i want there to be a justice league too whether they're fighting Le- uh, the injustice league or find if we finally get dark side who knows if that's going to happen i want to see it i just i just wish it could have been better
1: for me i i don't think it's a big of a train wreck as many people make it out to be i, I will admit it this this superhero movie has a lot of issues but I think also some of the other films that came out this year, like some of the Marvel films, definitely also has its, its big issues. I But I will say this. Like, I left the theater inspired and hopeful and pumped because I, I'm a DC fan, I'm a Marvel fan. But something that I don't get a lot with the Marvel movies is a sense of inspiration. Like I don't feel like I'm seeing a superhero story. I'm seeing a comic book story, which I love, but with the, the DC films, I feel we get a lot of superhero story, and I feel like these are like I left Wonder Woman feeling yes, hell yeah, I I I'm pumped, I I can do anything. And I the only model film I felt that with this year was Spider Man Homecoming, and but with Justice I felt like yes, Seven Wolf is the is probably a far worse villain than Savitar, and although you know the true the best villain of the, of the 2017. It's all in felicity, of course, in the crossover. But, um, yeah. (laughs) Adam, I'm gonna be there at my funeral when, when the haters come for me. Uh, But I, there's definitely, you can tell there's, there, there was a lot of people in the kitchen messing with the League. but I generally enjoyed it. It was, I had a blast in the theater and I felt pumped and inspired and I loved the dynamic these actors had together. And I, there's, look. Whenever it happens, I just League like Two is gonna happen, of course, down the line. And DC films are gonna move forward. Maybe they're gonna have to, you know, take a step back a little bit. But like next year, they're gonna start filming like at least four movies.
0: And it's like yeah, I don't I don't mind if there's space, extended space between Justice League and Justice League Two.
1: Yeah, and you know, and I feel that if we're getting to in Justice League. What a great build-up to it. Like, we have all these solo films with some of these big, bad villains. And then we it culminates into Just League 2. It's better that than having to focus on six stupid stones throughout 20 films or something like that. Which is kind of why I'm probably more excited for Black Panther than Infinity War next year. But that's a discussion for itself. But Just League was, for me so much fun, and it was it was inspirational, and I feel like it accomplished a lot of things that it did need to accomplish, even though it maybe it did fail to accomplish certain stuff, but I feel it did win in certain areas, including Ezra as Barry Allen and The Flash. Now, let's move on to our final point, then, uh, before we wrap up this episode. Uh, 2018 for The Flash, uh, let's focus on any of it. TV, comics, Movies, video games, anything. Adam, what do you want for the Flash in the year of two thousand eighteen? You can go through like a session if you want to, like for the TV show, for the movies, and etc.
0: Well, as far as the movies goes, I mean, obviously Aquaman is the only DC movie coming out next year. I highly doubt we'll see Barry on pop up there, but I guess with the movies, I my main thing is I just want a better idea of how Flashpoint is going to be handled. From the sound of it, it sounds like they're going for a more direct adaptation, but I would still like to learn more plot information. Ideally, what like we were talking about earlier, what Warner Brothers hopes to accomplish by giving us Flashpoint. So that's as far as the movies goes. That's basically the only thing I want. TV shows, uh, I just I. <sighs> I, I can't. I, I can't even think about like what I want for season five because you know we're only at the ha- we're not even at the halfway point yet for season four. I guess I just want the thinker plot to remain strong to keep getting better. Um, you know, I'm obviously obviously with the mid season finale, he's in Brainstorm's body. I'm wondering when he's going to get out of that body. If he digitizes himself, if he somehow clones another version of his body, I, I I'm not sure. And then comics um i haven't oh, I, I admittedly i haven't been I've missed the last couple months of flash issues, but same, just, same here just keep delivering good stories
1: well, how do you feel about the um, the story that's coming up between um the war of the flashes
0: Is that the one where like original Wally Barry, and new Wally are going to be
1: oh they're actually included they're, they're including I think the new, so yeah, that's kind of shocking to me, but uh, well yeah. yeah, how do you feel? I hmm. no, you no, you you keep going.
0: I I I don't really remember exactly what they're trying to go for that, but again, it's just give me a good crossover story, whatever you want to call it. Just wow me. That's 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 all I want.
1: For me, in the movies, I feel that I want to see. I mean, we're not going to see Bit Flash in two thousand eighteen on the big screen, sadly, and um, which is I think that's okay, and um, you know, take their time. But I am. Um, I want to. I would love in a surprise announcement to maybe get oh we're doing a flash you know an original Flash movie before Flashpoint, Um but I don't we won't get that but it would be interesting if they did something like that, and um, but I I do want to see like what they're doing with Flashpoint, and uh, moving you know you know what it really what it's really gonna be. I you know what I would love a Flash something like an animated movie for the Flash.
0: Well, the last time they did that it was pretty good, so for sure, yeah. I mean, the thing is that, you know, they they announced these animated DC movies like a year and a half ahead of time. So if we do get another Flash anime movie, it probably won't come out until late night, 2019 or 2020, but...
1: Yeah, and but but you know what? I For me, I'm just... I'm over Batman movies, animated movies. I'm over Batman animated movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Because... <sighs> I just... I'm tired that that's the only thing that DC things will sell on. Like here's the thing, DC animation, DC animated movies, was a high standard when like when they like in the modern era. Like when we got, I think it really started with Batman: Mask of Phantasm. Then we moved into stuff like Superman: Batman: Public Enemies, and then we like like that was like a high class of DC animation. Batman: Under the Red Hood. These days, we're... These, some of these DC animated... I mean, really? Batman and Harley Quinn? What I didn't gra- watch what that gra- one, but I heard it d- wasn't don't, the best. No, don't, Adam, don't waste... Okay. As your best friend, I beg you not to watch it. No, oh, you don't have to convince me. It is a pile of garbage. And I was so excited for Melissa Rauch to play, you know, for voice, to voice Harley Quinn. And they, that story is, you know, what, Bruce Tim? I think you've had your your time with with the DC animation world. I think you did it. You, we thank you for your service of Batman animated series, Superman animated, which he did Superman animated series, right?
0: Uh I believe so. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I think he was involved with Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, right? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Tim, if you're listening, which you're not, but you know, if you are, you've. Thank you for your service. Now go do something else. And please. You know what? Go go write your fanfiction about Barbara and and Bruce f***ing each other over and over again. Because that's clearly what's on your mind.
0: The killing no, joke. Let's, let, let some new blood take over. Yeah.
1: Adam, the, um, the killing joke was supposed to, like, how do oh, you no, fail? Oh, no, I'm fully aware of all that. How do you fail the killing joke? And you know what? Not even the original comic is maybe the best story either, but it's like, okay, I will digress. Um, but yeah, I would love to see a Flash anime movie again. That is not about to j ju- like, just a Flash anime movie. I think that would be so much fun.
0: Yeah, just like him fighting the robes or Gorilla Grodd or something like that.
1: Now, in terms of the TV show, uh, I would love to see Morton Wally again. But, you know, I, I've i come to learn after this crossover that I don't get what I want with his with his eraverse. I I just don't. Uh, so, but it would be nice to see Wally a few more times a season, if they if they, if they, they cared about her. Uh, I definitely want to see, like, in 2018, whether it's in season 4 or season 5, I want to see Bart Allen. I think it's time we get to see Bart Allen for a little side storyline. I want to see the motherfucking rogues come together. Adam, it's time. I I mean, look, I know we're losing Captain Cold. Uh, I mean, we're losing Winworth Miller after a few episodes of Legends. And... And who knows, maybe they will recast them. I don't know. I have no idea. But I feel like we're, Captain Cole needs to be part of the rogues in one way or another. Um, and they, you know, definitely another heatwave. And maybe they can introduce a, a new multiverse version of heatwave so that the Legends version can... Like, I feel at this point, there's no way that the heatwave on Legends can go back to being evil. I think, like, at this point, it's it's too late. The damage is done. Uh, so I feel like bring in another one for the multiverse for a couple of episodes. um, That would be fun. Uh, I think this, it's t- like the rogues, I just want to see the rogues come together. Because there's some amazing actors playing these characters, that I feel like what a waste of not bringing them together. And like it, like if it's a schedule thing that is a problem, I totally get that. But at least I want to know that they've at least tried to make it happen.
0: Right, I mean, even if you don't have Captain Cold and Heatwave, just the idea of bringing several Flash films together in a team setting is just, it's worth exploring, even if you can't keep it going for like a whole season or even half a season.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I, yeah, I definitely want to see the rogues in one way or another, and like you said with the Fink'er plot, I do want to get a good conclusion. I want this to kind of be look. It, you're never going to be able to get the ending that you got from season one of the Flash, like in terms of its epic scale. But I would like to get a solid season, like season end of a great adaptation of the Fink'er and whatnot. Um, so I, I, I want that, um. In terms of then you know I mean I definitely want to see so much I I would see as much Flash presence in Drunk Justice when it's when season three comes out in two thousand eighteen whenever that is. What else would I like to see? I mean, there's one thing I would definitely want to see for the for the for the Flash and the air birth, but I can't say it on air, so I will digress. And you know what? I hope. I mean, I would love this to get as a surprise, which I don't. I don't think we will, but. I I think I said this maybe last year too, but you know what? I I I repeat myself all the time on this podcast, but a flash video game.
0: You would think with all the popularity the character has now on TV and movies, they would want to do that.
1: You know, I think after this, the, you know, the solid season that's been for the flash, and now Ezra Miller's reception from just sleep. I I I wouldn't be surprised if we do hear something next year. Preferably, I think it should be from Rocksteady, like. Did you ever play the Arkham games, Adam? Only a little bit. I, I've never fully
0: played through any of them, but I mean, I, I, I experimented with them, like at a, like when they would have them on display at a store or
1: something. Yeah, but like basically, you know, like their, their animation style, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that style with with the, with a flash video game? And if
0: it was free roam.
1: Oh, you mean like open world?
0: Yeah, like Spider, like in like the old Spider-Man two video game.
1: And like the one, the new one that's coming out soon for PS4, yeah, exactly. yeah, I I think that would be amazing. And like, you, they should include all the Flash speedsters, and um, I feel that should some- be something that should come out in 2018. And then, I mean, I I want to see some sort of Flash presence in the Titans universe, but I, I'm not holding up high hopes for that. But you know what? Never say never. Weirder things has happened. Like the, like a double wedding at the... Oh, no, no, I gotta go there. Sorry. <laughs> um, I will get over it at some point. Today is not the day, though. And um, in the comics... Yeah, I I need to catch up before I can say anything. Like, but, oh, I know. Uh, remember that there was supposed to be Flash Earth 1 by J. Michael Stransky?
0: Oh, right, as far as the graphic novel lineup. Yeah,
1: I want that to get... Re, you know... Officially announced yeah well it was it was always officially announced I wanted to be well, like a by. release date and plot information and stuff like that, yeah, I want that to happen. I want them uh, because i'm I love j Michael like guys if you haven't like he's an amazing writer, and if you haven't read his Superman Earth One trilogy of books, I can't stress enough how much you should buy them and read them because they're like it's some like it's an interesting take on Superman. And it's a great, It's not just just interesting. It's a great take on Superman. Like, a new universe, like, you know, and under different circumstances. I think that's something... If you haven't read that, you should. And, um... I think that's... It? I think that's it? Um, it's off my end. Yeah, I mean... I mean, who knows? Who, I mean, who knows? Maybe... I mean, I have a feeling that maybe things that you want to see for the Flash in 2018 will probably happen more than the things that I want to see, because, I mean, hey, I, I was talking to Adam right before we started recording, but a couple of years ago on the Flash Puckers website, Adam wrote an editorial about five lesser-known superheroes he wants to see on The Flash. And uh, I'm just going to go through that list really quickly, because it's kind of, it's just funny what has happened since then. So one of them was Black Lightning. Now, he isn't going to be on The Flash, and he's not going to be in the Arrowverse, but he is getting his own CW, CWDC comic show. So, just saying. Mr. Terrific, I because this was written on September uh, September eighth, two thousand fourteen. I think this was definitely the season before he was going to be on Arrow. So, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely was. Yeah, so like that happened too. Captain Captain Adam, I who knows? Maybe maybe he will come at some point. But then he Adam also mentioned Elongated Man, and he came in this season, and he's a big character. And um and then Red, Red Tornado. And this was like I think like this was this post was published I think before Super Bowl was announced to be in development. So and then we you know I mean Red Tornado didn't look great in, Super, in the Super T V show, but he he did look fantastic in the crossover. And so did Metallo. Indeed. So I mean Adam I mean Adam it could be on maybe he's on to something with some of the things that he's listed on his wish list for t- twenty eighteen for the flash, so never say never. But that's gonna be it for our for our our final episode of 2017 and um as we go on holidays but um but this was a lot of fun i think this is something we should keep doing as a tradition and because the flash goes through so many different things each year and i feel there's always so much we can talk about as we move forward so uh but adam thank you so much for stopping by it's been um it's I I I miss this, but you know I know you're busy and I'm busy, so our schedule doesn't always cl- you know collide together. But uh, you know at least we are got to do this. But uh, but yeah, tell us we there. made time for it. Yeah, no, me too. And tell us where they can find you on social media and uh, the work you do.
0: So yeah, I am a I am one of the editors on CinemaBlend.com. I write a lot of movie news and features, so you a can lot. find a lot. A lot and and work,
1: how many hours do you work per day?
0: And uh, normal, like you know eight to nine hours per day. Yeah. so yeah you can find my work there and then my you can best find me on social media on twitter at mr adam holmes i haven't been posting there recently but i might start picking up again posting my work and other stuff so that's the best place you can find me
1: and listeners going listeners can find me on my public facebook twitter and instagram pages at andy babacht Bebacht is spelled b-h-b-a-k-h-t and I'm uh, currently re- writing reviews and editorials at t Fanatic. So be sure to check out uh, those pieces there at t Fanatic. And uh, I am also the co-host of the Titans podcast, which covers the upcoming Titans TV show on uh, the streaming st- service uh, for DC. And uh, you can follow at these uh, Titans podcast and you can get all the information there. And I also run the Marvel Port, which uh, where you know Brittany, one of our own co-hosts uh, works there, at uh, Lauren Galloway, who runs that side with me, and a lot of you know some other DC people who works there too. So if you want your fix for Marvel stuff, go to the to get your fix there. And I also yeah, I just run the DC Podcast Network, which you know I mean I can't I couldn't I could not do this network without the amazing people that we have. So which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, no, but I am. Um, I also want to remind listeners of uh, where they can find the Flash podcast. You can find the Flash podcast at theflashpodcast.com where you can get all the latest news about the TV show, its casting news or like t- trailer releases or photos and descriptions. You can also get comic reviews from Tatiana, and that's also you can get um, all the latest episodes of this podcast. And you know, we have, the flashpodcast.com website has begun very active this season particularly, so there's always something going on there and you can also follow the flash podcast you should be following the flash podcast on social media on facebook twitter instagram and periscope i i might try at the time of recording i might try to do one periscope before the uh, the year is over and um if you're not subscribed to the flash podcast and i don't know what's going on with you but you know but let me help you out there you go to you, you go to itunes you go to Google Play, you go to Stitcher Radio, and you subscribe to the Flash Podcast there. And when you're on iTunes, do us this one favor because we would really appreciate that. When you subscribe to the Flash podcast on iTunes, make sure that you give us you know hit us up hit us up with some five star reviews and let us know what you love about the podcast and about the TV show, and. Those five reviews are really important to us. I mean, they—that's the best way to support this podcast. You know, I mean, there's—you know—we have had so much support and love from from you listeners, and uh you know, who always want to find a way to support us. So, and the best way to do that is those iTunes reviews. Because the more i—the the higher iTunes reviews we get have, the higher we get on iTunes, and the more noticeable we get, and the more things we can do to you back to the more we can do for you listeners in the long run. So, if you have a moment or two. Please um, give us a five star review on iTunes and let us know what you would love about the Flash podcast and the Flash TV show. You can also listen to the Flash podcast on the Mix Radio Network where you where we go live at 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays at the mix.fm. Also we want to remind you about the amazing DC podcast network that we have. You know, we're part of DC Podcast network uh, which is, you know, this season is higher, hotter, cooler, litter than ever. Uh, Check out DCPodcast.com where you can find amazing podcasts for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, classic these TV shows if that's something you're into, and also the upcoming these TV shows Black Lightning, Krypton, and Titans. And by, by the way, a reminder: Black Lightning will be airing to get it with The Flash as of January 16th uh, on on the CW. So it's going to be double the lightning, if you know what I mean. Whoa. And, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the and you can also follow the the, social, the network uh, on social media at DCTPigas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but certainly not the least, subscribe to our mega feed on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Play. If you want to get just one epic feed with all the pigas in one collection, because the, we worked really hard this season, to this year, to restore our mega feed to make sure that it works properly, and now it's finally working. We have had no glitches, and I think my by me saying so now, that I probably just jinxed it. But no, it's not going to happen. We figured it out. We know we know what the problem was, and now it's working properly. So if you want one great place to, to get all your podcasts at from the DC Python Network, subscribe to the Omega Feed. And if you have any questions for us about The Flash TV show, if you have any questions for us as hosts or whatnot, just email us at the at gmail.com. And that's going to be it for our Final episode of The Flash podcast for 2017. We'll be back. Trust me, we'll be back in 2018. The Flash returns on January 16th uh, with brand new episodes. And we'll be back either the week before The Flash comes back or the same, you know, or we we will just be back when the, the mid-season premiere airs. So, but we will be back on social media. We will be keeping up with you guys and so on. So that, you know, because we we love tweeting, we love socializing and so on. So it's... We're not going anywhere, but um, but to anyone listening, thank you so much for an amazing 2017. It's been you know, it's been a dark year, you know, around the world, but you know for us uh, here on the Flash Podcast, you know, for the Flash TV show, thank you for all the support, thank you for all the love, thank you for being with us for four years. Uh, if you've been with us since season zero, thank you so much. For any new listeners, thank you for checking us out and thank you for joining us on this journey and you know for you know you know following us into. The next year of great adventures and then, um, yeah, we wish everyone Merry Christmas and a-, a happy new year. Be safe and during the holidays, guys. You know, like I know, I mean, the holiday is for is for celebration and so on, but you know, but still be careful. We, you know, be you know you can you can have fun, but you know you can also be careful too. You can have fun while being careful. So again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. May twenty eighteen be as lit and amazing as we all hope it will be and uh thank you for li- for loving the flash with us and we can't wait to continue that journey in two thousand eighteen with you. And uh Adam, once again thank you for, for joining us today. And also guys if you stick stick around because we record we record a little post credit scene again. Because why not? If Marvel can do it we can do it too. <laughs> no, you, you know what? Now DC Films does does it too so we, we can we can do it so uh, but yeah it's a, it's a fun little discussion but um, but yeah happy Merry Christmas Happy New Year and from all of us on the Flash Podcast I'm Andy, B I'm Adam Holmes and we'll see you next time on the Flash Podcast in 2018 So, you know one thing that frustrates me a little bit internally, even though I shouldn't be frustrated about it? Mm, what is that? I, I want more images from Titans. Like, I know that, I mean, normally, okay, normally I'm totally against said photos. I don't like it. I don't, I think it's, you know, disrespectful and whatnot. But with that show, because I'm so excited, selfishly excited, I, I need photos. You I want need- all of them to leak out. I want it all, like, like, 100 yeah. percent on small, like, I just, like, not, okay, nothing, and no, no spoilers. I just want to see them all in their costumes. You know what would be funny? Because this will probably be up by, by, what day would it be? Um, December, I'm not good at math. It would be 19th. up the 19th or 20th, yeah. And it's it, how funny would it be if they've already released, like, a Starfire picture, or a Raven picture, or a Beast Boy picture, or, like, a whole damn group shot? And here I am, because, I mean, by the time people listen to this at the end of the show, we will have mentioned that we recorded this almost, like, two weeks ago. So, it will be... <laughs> well, a-
0: fortunately, this is the Flash podcast, not the Titans podcast, so it's not as
1: right, but, I mean, crucial. Right, th- but here's the thing, here's the thing. I just... <laughs> I have this feeling that because you know because I I missed when they released the the, the Robin costume because I got sick on the Friday after I got home from my from my job and I was just so mm-hmm. exhausted so it's <laughs> I I have this bad omen now that like I'm gonna miss every photo that gets released I will be either on on the bathroom or in the city or I will be ha- like t- taking a nap or something and the thing is like I do you have do you ever, ever had a feeling that you just want to be there when something happens in pop culture oh yeah, sure, a lot of us have like do you remember where you were when Disney announced that they were buying Lucasfilm?
0: I actually remember that moment exactly okay so
1: because where where were you
0: so I had just gotten out of class and I was with a buddy of mine, and we went to the library to like study or work on some assignment whatever and so I opened my laptop and I don't remember what website I found it on, but I saw the news you know. Uh, you know uh disney buying lucasfilm getting star wars something with that headline and i either said something to the equivalent of what the f-? or or like holy sh-. i said something like that and my friends looking at me like what's going on i said, i like turn my laptop around and show him and he, his eyes just like kind of widened he's not as big a star wars fan as i am but even he realized oh wow
1: mm-hmm. that's I, huge i was in okay so it's very important for people to know that i had not seen the Star- I don't think I'd seen the Star Wars movies at that point because I was in I was in London studying at f- film school that that mm-hmm. that fall and I remember I was at my computer and I I think I was I think I was binge watching Torchwood or something I it was something Doctor Who like because I think that's when I had gone into my big Captain Jack face mm-hmm. and um I remember like I was on Twitter and I remember seeing a news break and because I didn't have much, like, care for the Star Wars universe, I just mocked and laughed at all the, f- like, all the reactions because I'm like, oh, dinner is losing or her- it's, well, it's, yes. <laughs> and, uh, it was, I don't know, it's, it's really interesting how, like, people were reacting because, because then, because, you know, back, back then, there were so many, like, you know, not besides the press release and so on. There were still rumors coming in that Josh Swin is going to direct episode seven of Star Wars, or this director is going to do it. And I'm like, guys, they just comp- they probably just completed the purchase. Let's simmer down a little bit now. Right. But uh, but that's the thing. Like for me, like I want to be there when something epic happened with with Titan, or even Black Lightning and Krypton and so on.
0: Then you just have to stay awake twenty four hours a day. <laughs>
1: oh, I, I mean. Adam, do I, do I, I mean, Adam, we've been friends for almost like four years now. Like, do I sleep? Like, do you know of a time? Have you, have you actually, physically seen me sleep? Um, no, although that could be a little weird, but no, I haven't. You would be surprised how little problem I have with people watching me sleep. Fair enough. I'm kidding. I don't want people watching me sleep at yeah, all. exactly. Like, that Robin costume was just so beautiful, but I, uh, but I just, I, I, I just want to see. You know what? Okay, here's my my big wish for 2018. I have to be there when we learn full details about the DC streaming service. I would imagine they will...
0: hmm, Yeah, I mean, that's something that they would come out with, like, during a reasonable portion of the day, so... Ideally. Ideally, as opposed to dropping really late at night. What
1: what would you call it at this point? Because, you know, I want to damn name. I don't want to call it DC, DC streaming service anymore.
0: Who? DC view.
1: No. Okay. That's but all the, I got. <laughs> what, what, what? Where do you? Like DCU, view, but DC view. So, so, so DCV—that's the short term. It would be.
0: Yeah, but I'm doing a pun on just DCU, like DC Universe, but instead of DCU, it's DC view.
1: I. I, mean, I, I like these digital. Like I could get behind that.
0: It's simple, but to the point.
1: Or D- f- DC Flicks. <laughs> well, see, cool. we, we, we we can't even like we can't even think of this as the DC the, the, the DC version of Netflix because there's gonna be supposedly comics on it too and like like DC Unlimited like um, you know what I could get behind that actually because some people are like oh they should call DC All Access but I'm like but that there's already a show called DC All Access let's not make people more confused than they need to be than they need to.
0: I'm watching GCL access. Which
1: one? Which, uh, exactly. Exactly. Which one would you be watching? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just feel like in 2018, I want to be there for so many big geek announcements. I mean, I mean, I know some of them that are going to be coming in 2018, but there's like, there's still those that I, that I'm not aware of that I'm just like, but either way, I needs to be there. I'm just saying. Otherwise, like, I feel like I will wreak havoc because I was so pissed that I missed the ro- when they I wasn't there for the Robin reveal. And I had all these tech messages and so on and I'm like, are you but Uh I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. Not at all. Not at all. Alright, let's uh let's get let's get to this. Although <laughs> thanks to, thanks to you now I have to censor s so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs>